Hello, everyone, um, and a big welcome to our Graduate Hacks live Q&A session with our awesome guests, Lakshmi and Vivian. Uh, it is such a pleasure to have you guys here and welcome. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. No, we're super excited to Thanks have so you much. both here. <laughs> Absolute pleasure. Uh, we are super excited to have you both here because you are both alumni of the university, but you're both also, you both also, sorry, went through graduate programs um, and you've done that sort of to advance your career and get to where you are now. So we're super excited to hear all about your experiences um, and how those have helped you along the way. But I think the very first thing for us to do is to do a quick little introduction. Isn't that the fun thing? Most fun thing ever. Um, so Lakshmi, and then I'll get Vivian to do the same. Could you maybe tell us um, sort of what you studied at Western and now what you currently are doing? Yeah, so I studied a Bachelor of Law in International Studies at Western Sydney and um, I did the New South Wales Government Graduate Program and I'm currently working at the Department of Premier and Cabinet um, as an associate in the commercial delivery team. Oh wow, that's amazing. Well done, hey? <laughs> and we'll talk more about that now, but Vivian, could you tell us the same too? Yeah, so um, for me, I did uh, Bachelor of Law and Advanced uh, Business Leadership, um, and then decided to make a move to Victoria, started with the Australia Postgraduate Program um, about four years ago, um, started in a fair few different roles, and then now I'm actually working as a design researcher in the Australia Post um, Digital Experience team. So look at our website, our app, um, all our digital products and services. Wow, that is incredible. So you both have come so far and you're doing so, so well for yourselves. It's amazing to know how far you've already gone in your career. Um, but what I want to do is sort of start at the beginning um, and just give students a really brief overview of what actually a graduate program is before we sort of go a little bit more deeper into the nitty gritty side of things. Um, so maybe um, Lakshmi, you can talk maybe about what a graduate program is. Um, and maybe Vivian, you might want to speak about the different activities that you actually did um, as part of your graduate program. and. You can do the same, of course, to Lakshmi. Yeah, so as part of the, I think typically graduate programs kind of have a number of rotations within an organisation over fix, over like a fixed period of time, and you often get the opportunity to do it along with other graduates as well. So you're kind of a part of a, a cohort um, and you kind of have, it's, it's really lovely because you get kind of have similar experiences together and you get to learn from each other as well. And often, um, I don't know if this is always the case, but often there's some kind of a training component as well as part of the graduate programs. Um, with the New South Wales Government Graduate Program, um, it's, an, it's an 18 month program. You get to do three six months rotations over three different departments across New South Wales Government. Um, you also, as part of the program, get a um, diploma of government. Um, and you also get kind of a mentor, an executive sponsor and a buddy who all kind of just support you and, and kind of, you know, assist you through your journey. Um, and it is quite a, a, a lovely cohort of graduates as well. Um, it's around, you know, 100 to 150 graduates that, um, you know, are a part of this program every year. Um, and I'd say it's kind of strongly kind of has a, has a policy, public policy focus. But the nature of the program is that actually you end up working right across New South Wales government, which requires you know, not only policy skills, um, not only legal skills from my perspective, but also kind of technical skills and, and IT, um, business. Like it, it's a very kind of all-encompassing graduate program. Um, yeah, I think I might I might pass on to you then. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Thanks, Lakshmi. 
Thanks, Lakshmi. Yeah, um, would echo what Lakshmi sort of said there. Like, it's just um, with the Australia Post grad program, it was very similar, broad range of experiences. Um, and I guess for Australia Post, what we're looking for with our graduate program is to really um, unlock what the person's interested in. So, in doing those uh, three or four rotations across that 18 months to two year period, um, what we want to identify is what what are you interested in and what what, what are your strengths as well. So, um, I found that was really useful. Part, a useful part of the grad program where I was placed in different teams, which it was also, it was great because I sort of found out what I didn't like doing, but also found it out, found out what I loved doing as well. So there's, there's that variety in the grad program, which I love. Um, in terms of the activities that we take part in, like Lakshmi said, there's often a training component as, it, as part of it as well. So um, yeah, we'd have workshop facilitators come in and show us how to, how to speak to a senior manager, for example. Um, stuff that you don't learn at uni, um, things that you can learn on the job, but when you have that sort of formalized training, it just makes it a lot easier when you're put in that position. Um, and then, yeah, like Lakshmi said as well, there's just a really strong grad cohort. So the years, people who graduated say 10 years ago, they still interact with people my age or the new grads who are coming, coming in this year, there's just a really strong community across the board. Yeah, that is so awesome. And it sounds so dynamic, all the different things that you get to do um, and to be a part of. Like that is such a big learning curve in itself. So I think that's such a big testament to the great things that happen with graduate programs. Um, and I'm really interested to know a little bit about sort of what made you both decide to sort of go into the graduate programs where you ended up um, and sort of what the benefits were um, in being able to be a part of those programs for you personally. Um. Um, yeah, um, so with the New South Wales Government Graduate Program, I kind of, you know, was looking around for kind of a public policy-focused graduate program, um, and Soren has given me a really good opportunity to have those diverse experiences, and I really was looking for what Vivian spoke about, kind of getting exposure to a range of experiences that could help me inform, like, give me a taste of what you know, different parts of government were like, and then um, help me find, you know, the, the part of government that I'd like to work in or was kind of um, had an interest in. Um, so that was what I was really looking for in my, when I was looking for my graduate program. And, and when I stumbled across this program, I felt like, you know, I was like, well, this sounds perfect. And so that's what really encouraged me to apply. Um, yeah, I think for me, um, what made me sort of apply for the Australia Postgraduate Program was I was ready to move out of home. That was probably a large part of it. I wanted to move into state. Um, I wanted a little bit of a challenge. Um, and then I think the other part of it was that the role was, was challenging. So Australia Post at the time, I mean, they were seen as like an old organisation. And for, for me as a graduate, it was sort of like, how can I influence change in this organisation? So um, once I went to those first few assessment centres and got a sense of what the company was trying to achieve. Um, yeah, I fell in love with their, their mission, essentially. That is really awesome. And it's so good you both sort of had the time to sort of soak it all up and explore what the different options and avenues are with your different graduate programs and sort of, yeah, take it all in. So I think that's um, really awesome. Um, and what I want to speak a little bit more about now, um, both of you, is actually the different stages that you went through as part of the application process. Um, what were those two, those, not two, but what were those stages? And for students who may be going through a similar thing, doing similar things, do you have any tips and advice for them? Um, 
I don't know if Vivian had a similar experience, but it's long. It is long. Like you start at the beginning of the year and then towards the end of the year and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I am still doing this application process. Um, and I think that's that it's probably quite typical for um, for government programs because they often do quite large intakes. They often do get um, a number of, uh, like a, a considerable number of applications and the recruitment process um, is very kind of rigorous. So, um, though not to say that it's not like the private sector has it super, you know, it all happens super quick and fast, but um, it, it's definitely my experience that it was a long application process. Um, you're taking me back, but um, it, it started with kind of an initial application with two targeted questions um, that required kind of like a short response. Um, an indication of your kind of um, academic performance, but I, from what I remember, it didn't require your academic transcript. It just kind of required, you know, did you get a distinction, credit pass, or average, or, or high distinction? Um, and um, it also included your CV. So that was kind of the, the first application process. And then after that, it moved into kind of psychometric testing where they essentially test your, um, your values, your ethical compass, and whether that aligns well with the organisation. Um, and it's kind of like a series of hundreds of questions where you kind of, it's multiple choice and you kind of get a certain number of time to kind of just go through the motions with those, with those questions. Um, and then after that, um, it is kind of the interview um, process. Um, and the, it's called the kind of the assessment centre process, where you get a, get a one-on-one -on -one interview. Um, you also have to complete kind of a group task as well. Um, as well, so you kind of have to do a written assessment that has a, a few kind of um, like a long response, a short response, and then kind of a, a, a multiple choice component as well as as part of that assessment centre process. And then it moves into the referee checks and then offer phase. Um, and understandably, all of that takes months. <laughs> yes, I can only imagine there's a lot of different components there. Um, Vibha, did you have a very similar experience as well to Lakshmi? Almost uh, almost identical. Yeah, it's a, like Lakshmi said, it's a very long process. Um, you have to be really persistent, I think, with graduate programs. Um, and resilient. Sometimes you'll you'll get rejections, and yeah, you just got to sort of laugh it off, or yeah, go out go out with a friend, hang out with a friend, have dinner, whatever it takes to just um, yeah, write it off and then start again the next day because um, it's quite a grueling process. It feels like a full time job almost um, applying for graduate programs, and then once you start getting through these stages, and once you get I think towards the end of once you get to the latter stages of some of these job applications, um, yeah, it really starts getting quite serious where you start delving into what what are Australia Post values? Well, why do I want to work here? So um, yeah, I, I find that it is a very intense process, but then once you land on that job at the end, there's probably no feeling like that either. So yeah, definitely yeah. agree with what Lakshmi said about the process. I'd also, yeah, I, I'd agree with what Vivian said about, you know, as you kind of go through the recruitment process and you're kind of hitting the tail end, um, you kind of get a better understanding of how much you actually really want to work in the organisation, you know. Um, and if you're feeling like 
but like yeah, I think some because when you kind of do your applications, some some graduates cast quite a wide net, and um, in that process, if you're not feeling you know particularly strongly about an application, um, or if you if you kind of you know don't get to the next stage on a on a an application that you put in, and you don't really feel too bad about it, it's probably a good sign. <laughs> like you know, you could probably cut that one out because um, yeah, like I think I think. Yeah, like Evan said, it, it's a kind of a process of really, really, and even I think even if you miss out on one and if you feel pretty dejected about it, it's probably a sign to actually apply again or find other opportunities within that organisation because you probably actually really think that you fit in that organisation well and it's just something that's happened as a part of the application process. So you certainly wouldn't get um, dejected by it and actually if you were recruiting for, for that organisation, and you had someone be like, I missed out in the grad program, but I really would love to work here. Here's my you know, other application. Please consider me again. I'd consider that to be a really strong application. That's actually very good advice and probably something that a lot of people don't think um, they can do after that sort of initial rejection. Um, there can still be a lot of other opportunities out there as well. So I think that's a really good point you made there, Lakshmi, Lakshmi as well. So thank you for that. Um, what I'm really interested for you guys to sort of talk a little bit more about, you don't have to go into great detail here at all um, but one thing we do hear a lot of students who don't realize that you know there are all these graduate roles to apply for and they sort of get to the end of the year and it's like oh my goodness I missed that time um, where I was meant to sort of start applying did both of you um, apply for your graduate positions before sorry at your final year of university or was it something you did a little bit later on sort of when was that time frame that you ended up applying for your roles <laughs> might need to think about that one that's okay if you need to <laughs> I actually, yeah, I did mine in my final year of uni, um, but I would say that I'm certainly not one of those applicants that actually, like, I certainly cast a, a much smaller net, so it probably didn't feel as much uh, like a full-time job as I know some of my friends, you know, they, they really were applying for, like, there are a huge number of programs out there, and when they doing the application process for all of them while you're also at uni, some also, you know, working part time. It's it's quite a you know, it's quite a a, a very um time consuming process and it actually does take a bit out of you to actually, you know, go through the application process for multiple programs. Um maybe some like the rationale for me kind of casting a smaller net was that I, I really had a quite a clear idea of what kind of work I wanted to do and what kind of organisation I wanted to work in. That's not always the case. So I'd say that if you're not quite sure, um, definitely go wide, but just know that, you know, if, there's, if there are some organisations that you really don't want to be working in, you could probably cut those off your list because um, yeah, going wide actually has some risks in that it can be quite a gruelling process, especially if you're in your final year of uni. Yeah, yeah, no, I'd agree with you there. Um, yeah, I probably, I would say, I mean, this is going way back, but I would say probably around last year of uni, I know probably between the months of February to April, May was when it was quite intense in terms of applications, doing interviews, video interviews. Uh, but Australia Post was great in that they got their offers out really early. So they got, uh, they told us that we had the jobs in about May, June which meant that as long as I passed my final units at Western, then I was good to go for the next year. So yeah, I would say that it probably is quite busy around the February to 
April, May sort of period in the final year. Yeah, that's really good for students to know. And I think it's something that probably people don't realise that there is, you know, a bit of a time commitment, but it will be worth it and it will pay off at the very end um, of your degree too and have that awesome role to go to. So thank you both so much for those great answers. Um, one thing that we really wanted to talk about on today's segment was actually about group interviews um, because I wanted a lot of students actually do go through these and they sort of, you know, don't really know how to approach them and what sort of things can I do better. So from your guys' experience, you know, going through the graduate recruitment process, if you did do group interviews, um, what would be some of your best tips for nailing those um, and even just to, yeah, doing your best in those situations? Um, I, so for my group interview, um, the task was essentially kind of, there were seven people around the table, you all got given a task. Um, a, a problem to solve essentially and it was about um, and there was no presentation component it was all about how you kind of um, uh, worked through the problem together um, so I think if you're, if you're heading into a group interview scenario um, and um, you know kind of uh, understand clearly the instructions that you've been given around the group task and try and identify what they're trying to assess so for mine for example they were trying to assess how you work in a team. You know, it wasn't about finding the best, best solution. It wasn't about coming up with the most creative answer. It was all about, you know, are you a good listener? Um, do you um, are you able to kind of um, empathise with someone else's position? Um, are you able to kind of um, encourage collaboration in in your team environment? And are you able to work together effectively to deliver? A, a good outcome you know so um, really kind of focus on try and identify what they're trying to assess because I think sometimes when you're given a problem question you might be like oh my gosh I've got to come up with the best answer and I've got to you know really show how, how brilliant I am that might not always be the case sometimes they might be testing your presentation skills sometimes they might be testing your um, uh, you know your they, they might be testing your kind of um negotiating skills. So kind of really try and understand what they're looking for. And um, when you're in a group environment, um, don't get caught up in kind of the, you know, the, the battering of I'm better than you. Really focus on kind of um, putting your best foot forward, um, focusing on exactly what they're assessing and then kind of delivering that to the best of your ability. And also like a big wonderful thing to do is always to kind of, if you, if you, if you see some people in the group are, um, you know, you know, want to get in or, or kind of want to speak up, always support that. Like that's what you would do in the, if you, you know, in, in, when you're in a team, and that's what it, that's what they'd expect from a good team player. So kind of really um, don't hold back on that. Really kind of you know, show that you're a supportive team member is what I'd say. Yeah, I'd have to echo everything that Lakshmi said there. I'm um, definitely around that part about not having to come up with a fantastic solution that when we did our assessment center that was not what they were looking for they wanted to see someone who was cooperative um yeah calling out team members who didn't have an opportunity to speak really giving them that chance to voice their opinions um for us it was also i think for people who are applying be prepared for curveball situations i've definitely been in assessment centers where you're in a group you're working on something and then halfway through they'll be like oh there's a fire alarm that's come up or actually everybody has been made redundant so you three from this table are going to go to 
the other table and and they really shake things up a little bit and that's what happened with the australia post interview um which is just a really fun way for them to see how you've got now four minutes left to your presentation but you're in a completely new group of members how would you handle that situation so i think um be prepared to to have things thrown at you a little bit at the assessment center but it's about how you um yeah, how resilient you are and how you handle working with other people in the group. It's not about the fantastic ideas. That's not what they're looking for. Yeah, I think that's such an important point to know. And I think sometimes you may go into these situations thinking, okay, like I've really got to try and exceed all expectations to do all these crazy things. But really, it's just looking for the basic skills, you know, your cooperation, your ability to sort of um, shine in that setting. So thank you guys so much for those tips. And I know students are going to find those super duper helpful, especially anyone who's going to be group interview approaching soon. Um, but we're sort of approaching the last few questions that I wanted to speak to you guys about. And I will remind anyone who's watching now, if you've got any specific questions about graduate programs that you'd like to ask um, Vivian and Lakshmi, please do pop those into the comment section and we'll be able to answer those for you. Um, but one of the last questions I wanted to speak to you both about was actually the advantages that you found from starting your career with a graduate program. Have you noticed any specific advantages or benefits from doing so? Um, and if so, we'd love to hear a little bit more about those. Vivian, do you want to go first? <laughs> Done. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, so, so for me, I would say there's actually, a, at least at Australia Post, there's almost a really positive association with being a grad or a former grad. So when, when people know that you're part of the grad program, um, they immediately think of someone who's bright, who's motivated, who's enthusiastic. So there's definitely a lot of positive associations with the term grad. I think the other thing um, that comes with being a grad is that everyone's so supportive about your career development. They know that you're new to the organization, um, that you're new to the workforce as well. So um, for me uh, personally, I had no experience in research or speaking to customers, but um, because I was a grad and because I was super enthusiastic, they just said, all right, we'll, we'll see how you go. Um, which I think is a great part of being, being a graduate. You, you're seen as being someone who's enthusiastic and willing to learn. Luckily, yeah, I'm not yeah. I definitely echo that. There is kind of a very strong, there aren't many um, opportunities when you kind of enter a workforce where you get such strong community and such strong kind of mentorship and support from like, not just people within your immediate group, but right across the organisation. Um, so yeah, really kind of make the most of that community. Um, I'd also say that um, just that kind of early exposure to a diverse range of experiences when you, as part of your grad program, you get to do the, you know, rotations across the organisation, you get to um, really absorb um, different parts of the organisation and that kind of exposure and experience and learning that you get very early on in your career um, is fantastic and I think, I mean, I've only been out of my grad program for about six uh, coming on to like about eight months now and I really like I can really really appreciate just how much I've learned over the last 18 months and I can really appreciate what a unique experience that was because I've come into an organisation and you kind of um, you, you just don't get that exposure so early so um, don't stop that learning there you know kind of continue that process of learning developing and, and making the most of that network and that community that you get um, very early in your career. 
Yeah, I really love both of those um, those tips and those pieces of advice from both of you. Um, and I think it's so important to remember, like you said, like me, to keep learning um, and to keep growing in that organisation and yeah, developing yourself. I think that's such an important thing to know as well. Um, now, lovely people, we've got one more question. And the last question is um, your best pieces of advice for students um, or anyone who's going through that graduate recruitment process. Um, what would you say to them as your number one or number two pieces of advice? Um, we would love to hear that from you. And Vivian, you're welcome to start again first this time if you like. <laughs> um, I feel like with the, with the graduate programs, um, yeah, I think put your name in the ring. Uh, a lot of people are, are just nervous. They think, oh, I'm not, I'm not 100% suitable for that role, that company. I'm not sure, like, I think sometimes um, when you're not certain about yourself, you, you just don't apply at all. But um, yeah, just being certain of your skills, thinking about, thinking outside of the box. So they might say, demonstrate when you've shown um, leadership skills and you might think, oh, I've never, never shown leadership skills. But even if you're a tennis coach or if you were leading the local ballet group, like whatever it might be, think of those experiences that you've had in your life that will be able to demonstrate um, some of the skills that they're looking for. So essentially never doubt yourself. Oh, I think that's such great advice. Um, yeah, I, I completely echo that. And maybe another thing I'd add is like, um, don't don't try and uh, do like, don't try and be a version of yourself that you're really not. Like, really enter, especially if it's an organisation that you really strongly align with, and you really, really genuinely would love to work for. 100% go as you are, you know, really just be yourself, um, engage as you are and if in that process you aren't successful, then that is totally fine. At least you weren't, you know, trying to be someone else. And I'd say actually as just as a general reflection, I think all Western Sydney Uni grads um, have an X factor in that we are actually super personable and we aren't like robo grad applicants. <laughs> you know, we actually we, we actually do stand out from the pack in that we are relatable, we are friendly, we aren't um we don't have kind of the super competitive kind of grad um uh kind of prep that kind of happens at some other universities and I think as a result of that actually a lot of us go into this process without any preconceptions and actually do enter the process as we are um, but if you ever doubt whether you should be like another type of grad that you're looking at when you kind of enter this process um, immediately like alt control delete that thought from your mind and just continue being yourself. Oh gosh, what a fantastic way to finish off our chat with those pieces of advice from both yourselves. Um, it's so perfect and I really hope that everyone who's watched this segment um, will take all of that on board um, and especially all the other topics that we did talk about today too. You both are an absolute wealth of knowledge and I cannot thank you enough for being here with us this afternoon or just about this afternoon. Um, for everyone who's watched this live, this recording will be available for you as soon as this is finished and we will be answering any additional questions that pop up in our comment section.
Kitchen uh, with links and all of those fun things as well. Um, be sure to stay tuned for the rest of this week because we do have some additional graduate recruitment resources that we will be sharing. As well, we are sharing as many graduate recruitment opportunities as we possibly can on our social channels this week too. So you might have seen some different workshops um, and some big conventions that are coming up as well. Um, but Lakshmi and Vivian, thank you so much for your time. It is an absolute pleasure to chat um, and we really look forward to hearing about all the fantastic things that you both go out and achieve um, in your amazing roles. Thank you so much, Green. It's been lovely. Thanks so much for having us. Absolute pleasure. And we will hopefully see you guys again very, very soon. <laughs> Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>